Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 166 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. This question was sent by David and he writes, Dear Vidas and Osha, at the churches where I play, the organists have to play two or three hymns every Sunday, plus a prelude, postlude, offertory and doxology, the old hundred. And sometimes a company acquire anthem as well. That is between six and eight pieces every week. Do you have any suggestions how to handle that quantity of music? Especially the prelude, postlude and offertory. Thank you. But that's a lot of music, right? Every Sunday. Yes, but that's that's life of, you know, parish organist. That's what we did when we were the church. Do you remember the time when you first started playing in in church? Yes, in I, Vilnius. I remember it was the second year of my organ study at the Academy of Music. I started to work at church. Did you have to play the hymns only, or also some organ music? Well, I had to play both. Mm-hmm. Plus, you no, know, because it was a Catholic church, we had. Lots of other stuff going on, playing such things like as litanies, for example, and psalms, and so on and so forth. And and the masses uh, were not only on Sundays but every day. Yes, every day, and we had that, you know, Saint Sacrament adoration of a mm-hmm. holy sacrament. So also every day. And this was sort of a little bit of nonsense because we would have to play two two hymns at the beginning of it and then two at the end of it. And all adoration lasted for like an hour. And the church was unheated and it was horrible. horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, to spend those 50 minutes in a cold church between two hymns and two hymns. And doing nothing. Yes. I know it's impossible to pray when it's so cold, at least for me. Is it? Uh, you know, sometimes if you pray very hard, you can heat up uh, the area around you. Well, I can't. Maybe you can. <laughs> I so, tried and uh, <laughs> nothing happened. I know. But in terms of, you know, my starting playing at church, of course, at that time, pedaling was still challenging. But for me, the, the biggest challenge was you know, to to follow that liturgy. Because uh, in Catholic churches, we have those, you know, sung answers, and each priest sings a little bit different, in different key, and you have to catch up. And some, some, some priests are so bad, badly musically educated that we cannot keep the tune. And we modulate like a few times and you never know on which key he will end up. So all this gave me such a big stress. How did you handle the stress then? Well, little by little I learned everything. Uh-huh. Uh, like uh, we have a saying, like a dog... Uh, which is being led to the, to the, what is this word? Hang? 
Yes, to, to, to hanging and to, this dog basically gets used to that. Yes. Little by little. I don't think it makes sense in English. Probably not. Maybe they have a better expression. I'm, I'm sure of it. There are so many idioms in English. So, let's go back then to the question. Well, you know, I received such a good school in the Catholic Church that later on while playing in the Christian Scientist Church in the States and also for Lutheran Church in the States, it seemed so easy and so nice. But in terms of selecting the right repertoire, I think this is the very important thing for David and for other church organists. At least if you don't have, you know, very good technique, very advanced technique, it's, it's better to choose easier pieces for your prelude, postlude offering. And, you know, for those hymns, because, of course, if you are new in church, so each Sunday it seems like new hymns are sung and you have to learn how to play the new hymns, but after a while we, you know sort of repeats themselves so mm-hmm. so after one two or three years yes that's true and even actually sooner because some of the most favorite hymns are repeated quite oftenly as for example doxology well yes my own uh, church uh, playing experience started early on when my mom and I went to the church nearby where we had this uh, summer cottage um, that was where her parents lived at the time and uh, this was a wooden church and it had an antique 19th century organ by anonymous organ builder and uh, my mom asked the priest to to let me play because I, I was studying at the music school at the time maybe it was like a sixth grade I think and uh, I started playing um, um, excerpts of my choir repertoire from school I I sang a soprano part and and, uh, little by little I sort of harmonized those excerpts without even knowing anything about the chords and uh, actually at that time I started to remember how my friends uh, were fooling around uh, during uh, recess um, or uh, intermissions between the classes. They were sort of improvising and uh, playing popular melodies, uh, but adding uh, uh, on the spot accompaniment with the left hand. So I started doing that myself. (laughs) In church. In church. And it wasn't so bad, actually. Did you do that during service or just... Just for fun, for me. Yes, and uh, and then, you know, the priest heard and uh, they didn't have a, <laughs> a local organist that Sunday or any other Sunday, I guess. And uh, he asked me to to come and play. And this, the, the, it was a, a very solemn occasion, I think, the golden... Uh, wedding anniversary of some couple, you know, and um, I foolishly agreed uh, in sixth grade to play a wedding. 
in the mass also and i for i remember that uh, the priest let me to to come and and practice during the week weekdays uh, of that week preparing uh, for this wedding in mass and i found you know uh, the hymnal uh, handwritten scores and i uh, tried to practice those those hymns uh, selecting the the repertoire as i thought it would work and then i when the time came uh, i missed the sanctus part because actually it's hard to you know to know when to start it mm-hmm. because if you know if you don't know the catholic mass there is that moment when you know priest tells his prayers and after that he sort of he has to close his arms to put to put his you know hands together in front of him and that's you know the sign for you to begin sanctus and sometimes from you know from the organ loft it's very hard to see when he you know is doing this so you can easily miss it so he started saying the sanctus instead of playing and then after he said the sanctus i started playing (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah you usually don't do it twice yeah but i but he was actually happy with 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 that um, mass uh, considering my age probably and inexperience um so that was my beginning that's nice i remember you know when i started to work at the church in vilnius Holy Cross Church. It was probably my third or fourth mass that I had to play, and actually it was um, a cardinal who had to lead the service, and it was so scary. I mean, I was freaking out, and I think I I, mi- I missed something, or you know, started to play something in the wrong spot. So. What was scarier, uh, the ca- cardinal? Uh, on that um, occasion or myself coming uh, occasionally uh, to to your organ loft? Well, uh, neither you nor the cardinal. The scariest part uh, in that church was you know, those, those elderly ladies who are sort of so devoted to the church that, you know, we spend the whole day, each day in the church and we sort of searching for, for the trouble. And, you know, we all always complain about everything that you are doing, that everything is, you know, wrong. Mm-hmm. Tempo is wrong and, you know, you dress not inappropriate or whatever. Or you didn't make a sign of cross in the right moment. So that was the scariest part for me. Uh, and uh, that ended my career in that church. Yes, I remember that old lady ch- chasing you, you know, <laughs> throughout the downtown of Vilnius. So, Oja, is there a shortcut that David could take in order to facilitate his liturgical playing and advance faster and make the life easier for him? Well, yes and no. Because still you will have to overcome all those no obstacles. And all those difficulties, but you know, to help yourself, just select the easy organ music at the beginning. Maybe you know less pedal stuff, and then later on you will, you know, you will catch up and you know will start to play harder things. Maybe you know if you are playing, 
I don't know if you have like regular Sunday service or you have you know like festival for example Eastern or Christmas then of course you maybe have to play you know more sophisticated organ music but that's only several times per year yes so but but for other Sundays you can you know just pick up something something easier because you know if you will play easy music well it will still still sound fine but if you will pick up pieces that are too hard for you to play and you will make lots of mistakes for example or you keep unsteady tempo then everybody will notice it and nobody will appreciate that you're playing hard stuff you know the most important thing is to play right and probably what you're saying is you will, will not get a medal for playing advanced music. Yes, yes, I right? guess so. Nobody yes. will appreciate that. Well, yes and no. You never know. Uh, I mean, you could play advanced repertoire when you're ready. Yes. Right? But for now, uh, as Osha says, probably it's better to focus on manuals only pieces. Uh, and occasional pedal parts, maybe long sustained pedal points, uh, which would make your life so much life so much easier. Uh, and sight read as much as yes, you can. Yes, this will help you to improve with time. And you know, when playing hymns, the most important thing is to keep a steady tempo, especially if your congregation sings together with your playing. I would say three things here which helped me and maybe it will help uh, David sight read as much as you can uh, play harmony exercises as much as you can and improvise as much as you can and over time maybe in, in a few months even you will s notice considerable improvement right? of course yes and uh, if you do this every day after one year your uh, you know, organ playing skill will be completely changed. Yes, and you know, you can even sight read from a hymnal, for example, from your hymnal of your church. It will help you later on, you know, while playing hymns. Okay, guys, so we hope this was useful to you. Please apply our tips in your practice and send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. This was with us. And also. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. <laughs>